out of the tree of life, I just picked me a plum. I'll tell you, Frank Sinatra was on line two, and maybe he was included. <laughs> the name Robert Evans gets ink. <laughs> There's some unfortunate ink about Uh-oh. movie producer Robert Evans. Uh-oh. That he has passed away. Oh, you're kidding. Yes, at the age of 89. Oh, that's too bad. Do you know anything about Robert Evans, go. Not really. You know what I just said. Yes, I do. Um, I'm Robert Evans for the NFL Sports Network. You know, when I was watching the Godfather being filmed, remember Pat Oswalt's bit, you know? About- uh, I had a hot tub, put it by trailer, filled with apple juice. <laughs> a bit about Diane Keaton. Right. <laughs> You don't remember this at all? I guess I do What don't. a great start. What a great uh, start. Oh, sorry. Let's start over. Okay. And we'll uh, start with uh, Judy Tenuta. Like, who's, who, who are your guys? I don't know who my guys are. <laughs> so, um, hey, are we are we good? <laughs> I I don't know. When you say like Robert Evans, it reminds me of the restaurant Bob Evans and like the little <laughs> kid saying Bob Evans. Like, I have a friend named Bob it. Evans too. Do you really? Yeah. Well, we're not really friends, but acquaintances or <laughs> I, I interviewed him once oh okay robert evans from the how stuff works network oh, of sure. behind the bastards and uh yeah he was on my star trek show i i knew that name sounded familiar besides the restaurant so <sighs> yeah but maybe it was the movie producer oh, well okay who produced chinatown uh, uh the godfather love story rosemary's baby yeah, the, he ran those Paramount. Are... It was like the best Paramount ever did. Like he ran Paramount in like the late '60s, early '70s. Those are some big, high-profile. Yeah, <laughs> that's when Paramount made. That was the last time Paramount ever made a movie that anybody wanted to watch. Yeah, and that might include the movie we're going to talk about today. Oh yeah. But I just want to go back to Pat Oswalt's one of his first bits, and oh, it's okay. about how like uh, Robert Evans is doing commercials for the NFL or ESPN NFL Network or whatever. Okay. Okay. And so it's all just random. Things that like random stories from his life, these horrible things, you know, like I was on the, I was on a boat with Gil Gerard, you know, and we were fisting, so, you know, it's, it's just like all this terrible stuff. Okay. Okay. I don't what, remember what, what, the bit at all. At what point do we cut all this out? Oh, come on. I'm, I keep trying to make this work and it's not really working. I, I guess you can blame me um, for, for not remembering. <laughs> so, um, th- sorry, everybody. Um, you know, the human rectum is almost nightmarishly elastic. Oh, my God. But that's uh, no, not as big a surprise as the moves you're going to see when the Packers play the Chargers. <laughs> Packers versus Chargers. Catch it. <laughs> you know what he has? He was married like seven times. Oh, boy. I think, I, you know, Ali McGraw is the only person I can name that he was married to. But okay. Anyway, wow, yeah, that's a lot. the kid stays in the picture. That was his uh, his autobiography. Oh, okay. About like his early days and like he he, he got to start like selling um, I think ladies' undergarments. With really, his brother. And he's just like a you know, it's just a kid from New York, and he kind of sure. mover and shaker. It's like also just a what does Pat Oswald say? He's got like did so much coke in the seventies. He's got just one like big disco vampire bat coke nostril. Oh my god. <laughs> Cowboys, Indians, catch it. There is no football team called the Indians. Uh, we're the Dressing Up Tour podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm Ikan Hana. Doing badly. 
other comedians' bets. Oh, come and on. And we're here to talk about all the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment. There's going to be a lot of that today. Take over. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Cal is is coughing up a storm. Don't describe me dying. <laughs> the paramedics have coming. One is checking their watch. No, he's shaking his head. Oh my he's gosh, I'm head. sorry. No, I'm sorry. Just do the intro of the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't well, know what's wrong with me. What is going on? I don't know. It might be another cough drop show, but I want to commit more than that. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> but I don't well, have a choice. today, uh, should we talk about what we're going to talk about a little bit? Uh, we are going to be talking about Terminator Dark Fate. And in order to prepare for that film, we decided, because we've seen Terminator, the original film, and Terminator we've T2. We've seen the good ones. We, we, we know those. We know the we, good ones. We're very familiar. The ones we're not so familiar with are 3, 4, and 5. Oh, no, we're familiar with them. Well, we, we rewatched them for the show. Um, I, I don't think I, I think I at least compartmentalized a lot of those films. Phyllis and... George. He was married to Phyllis George, too. Okay. She was chicken by George. <laughs> All right. What? All right. Um, <laughs> Look, we have a certain demographic. I know. My parents. <laughs> and they want to hear chicken by George jokes. Okay. Continue. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we decided we would watch three, four, and five of the Terminator films. The lesser uh, <laughs> accolade, I mean, they, they, they didn't get much praise in a lot of ways. Lots of people think that they're pretty terrible. And, you know, if Bob Evans had produced them, they would have been a lot better. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think watching them uh, for this, in preparation for this, um, you, you know, maybe they're not. As bad as we say that they are. Some of them are. But oh, they're pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, but we will be talking about those. And as always, the as all, um, the news and... Uh, well, there's we, a lot of news today, yes. actually. Uh, yeah. Which we'll probably end up blowing through and then just talking about Terminator yep. and the dark fate which is that a... has been sealed for the franchise. Yes. For the most part. Mm-hmm. Not... Uh, and I, I think you... The, the kid is gets out of the picture. <laughs> yes. The kid leaves the picture. Right. Is that a spoiler? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yes, I think it is. All right. But... Well, <laughs> then, uh, what else? Uh, f- forget it, Linda. It's Cameron Town. <laughs> I like what you're, doing, you're doing. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the news. A lot of things going on on TV these days, mm-hmm. and the CW, there's no going back. I don't check the numbers sure. no more, because, I mean, who cares, really? Uh, thank you for listening to our show. Uh, we're now closed. <laughs> uh, no, but, I, I mean, the numbers are just so... TV numbers are not what they were when I was a kid watching commercials for oh, Chicken sure. George. They're paltry, but yet they're still successes. And so, for that reason, the CW is ramping up. It's given a full order to Batwoman and Nancy Drew. Okay. Which were just, you know, and they've got pilots uh, yeah. coming out and everything. But uh, yeah, those are going forward uh, with full season orders. And they're also looking at a potential Superman and Lois series. Oh, okay. Starring Superman, the actors that play uh, Superman, and I think Lois on um, Supergirl, uh, Tyler Hoechlin. Oh. Well, that's who nice. Who Superman. And then Bitsy, or excuse me, Elizabeth Tullock okay. uh, will be playing Lois. Well, I mean, there was a... Uh, what was the... They did it! Whoa. They did it! They did what? Cowards no more. They, they put you Superman on You can only scream, on do it, cowards, so long. Yeah. 
and I'm waiting for the Batman show. I'm but waiting for the this, Batman show too. It will now happen. Yeah. Inside of, I was gonna say five, three years, Batman show. I Don't would love that. Yes. They did it. They finally did it. You know. You know who? And would... plus, you have. Sorry to interrupt you again, but my you're interrupting me. My thoughts not done. Okay. They've got a Supergirl show, mm-hmm. which I think is fifty percent not wanting to ruin Superman on TV as he's been ruined in movies, mm-hmm. but also fifty percent appeal to. 18 to 35 female demographic. Right. Now they're doing that with Bat- Batman, with Batwoman. Mm-hmm. And why not follow the exact same thing? You had a Superman that people liked on Supergirl. Now he's getting his own show. Mm-hmm. Second season, Batman shows up. Hey, what are you doing in my cave? Right. Uh, on Batwoman. And then maybe we relocate Batwoman to another city, Bloodhaven or something like that. Sure. And then the Batman show begins. I Batman show begins. Yes. I, I would love to see... Somebody who dressed up as Batman for Halloween, Jensen Eccles, uh, be Batman on TV. I think that would be pretty cool. Then you'd have to beat up Jared Pilecki and throw him throw him into the street. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> a disturbance here, citizen. <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger, versus get out Batman. Of my city. <laughs> oh, put place your bets. Who wins that one? Yeah, I know, right? Uh, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> Chuck Norris killed Batman's parents. Oh, no! <laughs> Poor Chuck Norris. <laughs> what is old Chuck Norris doing these days? And it didn't even... <laughs> Sorry, I, if I seem absent, I've been writing Batman Chuck Norris jokes. Um, he's around. Yeah. He's. They all get crazier and crazier, right? I guess. So I'm sure he's... There's got... Pax... Is a distant memory. Speaking of old TV, mm-hmm. Pax is an old memory, right? But there's mm-hmm. got to be half a dozen Christian cable or or digital networks, right? Sure. So I'm sure he's selling Bowflexes on a Christian network or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what I want to know is, I never thought of Jared Pilecki. Uh, he's been on a Satan show for 15 years. Yeah. Does he have? I mean, he's his demographic. I guess that doesn't matter because. If he had, if you'd said that uh, no walk Texas walk Rangers off uh, he's going to be a country singer I'd be like yeah, that makes sense right the fan base is there right, right so right. does is he Jesusy I mean he's not acting Jesusy I, I I am not aware if he's Jesusy or not I, I I don't know what if the bar was called the temple and he <laughs> got thrown out of the temple yeah that'd and be a band bad. called the Money Changers was playing <laughs> at the temple bar uh that would be pretty bad see we there's you. I took four quadrants. Yes. And I made it forty-four quadrants. Yes. We're hitting did. every square on on the, the bingo chessboard. card. Oh, okay. There's more squares on a chessboard than a bingo card. Sure. All right. Um, <laughs> I it would be nice if Chuck Get Norris back on track. was a consultant on Walker Texas Ranger or something. Like He'll that. get a producing credit, right? He must sure. own some part of that. I would think so. Or maybe if he did. No, because it's not on. Yeah, yeah, he probably does. Yeah. I believe in you, Chuck. <laughs> uh, salute. Uh, thumbs up. <laughs> Want to talk about HBO Max? Yeah. A lot of news coming out about HBO Max. They have more properties to announce. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Disney is imminent. Uh, I think Apple Plus shows are basically out now, right? I'm, I'm not aware, actually. Well, we're so. going to have an update on that next week All when right. we know what we're talking about. But HBO Max is the new, new, new kid on the block. Yes. And they have made a lot of announcements about things that are happening on their network, uh, mm-hmm. things that are uh, going to happen on their network. Uh, they have, um, or just in the world of HBO, I should mention first off, uh, HBO has canceled the First Men 
show. It will yes. not be going forward after Game a pilot was shot. Right? Yeah. This is the Naomi Watts one mm-hmm. uh, that was about like the very, very early days of uh, Westeros. Yes. Uh, but they are going forward and like series order to House of the Dragon, the which Targaryen is the House Targaryen prequel, prequel show, yes. which is set to 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones, the series. Exactly. I think. Yes, I think, you're, I think you're right. Uh, it is closer in proximity than the first men show was. And this is all on the heels of the appearance of D&D at a writer's mm. conference mm-hmm. uh, in Austin, I believe. Yeah. Where they were basically, they declined to do this at Comic-Con this year. Right. Uh, but apparently enough time had passed and they're like, I eh, guess. What, what do you want? So they got a bunch in front of uh, aspiring writers and said, oh, we didn't know what we were doing. We had no idea the entire I, time. I know. We're surprised. We're amazed that we got the job. Um, did you, what'd you think about the source material? First of all, hate magic, hate dragons. Got to make sure that we don't have that in the show. Yeah. We got to make the show appeal to like moms and NFL guys. Yes. <laughs> I think that just the things that Made they a lot said. of people mad. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think that this is possible, like that it's related, right? But the next day it was announced that they're leaving Star Wars. Right. Many people think that Kathleen Kennedy fired them after hearing them sound like complete idiots. Now, she did fire Colin Trevorrow after his idiotic movie, The Book of Henry, came out. Right. But come on. These guys just came off a billion-dollar series. Right. Uh, they can – they brought it home. It's not like they yes. left, you know, in the middle. Uh, even though I think they didn't really want to. Um, so I don't think that it's – I don't think she fired them. I don't think she did either. But who knows? Um, yeah. But they basically said that they're too busy with their Netflix deal that's going on. Yes. Can't wait to see all the horrible, horrible, horrible – like it'll be like Another Life with more racism. Mm. That's going to be their shows mm-hmm. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're out. No more Star Wars for them either. Yes. Now we rewind back to HBO News, which has sure. rocked, rocked the industry – uh, they have made an exclusive deal for the rights to South Park. South really? Park will be airing on HBO Max going forward in a reported $500 million deal. Wow. Now. That's crazy. I will not. I could not speak against the longevity of mm. the phenomenon, mm-hmm. the phenomenology of the South Park franchise. But this is a 25-year-old franchise. Yes. That you just paid half a billion dollars for. Right. Crazy. How can you possibly recoup that? I don't Plus, know. Plus, South Park is... Do people watch old episodes of South Park? It's made Somebody of the week. Must. It's about what's happening It'd be in the week. It'd be like watching old episodes of Colbert or something like that. Well, you're right about that. That's definitely true because they, they do talk about current events that are going on that specific week. So you're, you're absolutely right I about that. I can't wait till they have to member bury themselves. Oh my gosh. Maybe they did. I don't, I don't know. I don't watch that part. No. <laughs> so anyway, that's why 500 million to me looks like, okay. Yeah. Uh, here's a good example. Now, I don't know how much they paid exactly, but they also got the exclusive streaming rights to Rick and Morty. Okay. So I don't know the full details of this, but... It must be like running in syndication, right? Yes. Like it the must rerun be. rights, because they're not going to. Adult Swim is pr- right. going to produce another seven years of Rick and Morty. Well, right. But they're, Dan Harmon's star is high. Uh, Rick and Morty's got people smashing windows at McDonald's all over the country. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and there's seven years to go. This is a good time to spend. A lot of money in the triple-digit million range, yeah. yeah. But South Park, I, okay. That's a, it's a weird choice. Maybe it's it's huge internationally too. You think people watch it internationally? 
Uh, you know, somebody think must. It's probably not allowed in China. I would be surprised if Positive. it was allowed. No way. Yeah. But uh, maybe in Japan. I don't know. Maybe it's big in Japan. I have no idea. <laughs> Why not? You're our Japanese expert, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, well. That's what it says in your resume here. Uh, well, I, I've never seen South Park in Japan, so I can't say for sure that it's available there. But I guess I wouldn't be surprised you if it was. Get out. Oh, my God. They've also made a huge deal with Greg Berlanti. Okay. And Warner Brothers slash DC, mm-hmm. there will be a Green Lantern series on HBO. Okay. Now. Yes. Well, uh, let me finish the story. Mm-hmm. And Strange Adventures. What Strange Adventures? Nobody really knew up until this point. Okay. <laughs> Strange Adventures was, uh, I believe, and I'm talking on my ass here, but I believe it was like a you know, anthology horror comic from around the time that you could do horror comics. Okay. Uh, a Tales from the Crypt-esque type thing. Sure. Or a, like a what if, you know, on the Marvel side type thing. Sure. So it's sort of like, you know, I, I got turned into a gorilla or something like Great. that. Great. Um, <laughs> I'm Zod now or something like that or whatever. No, what I don't, I, not DC characters. Oh, they're not DC characters. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's... Oh, I think Dead Man actually came from Strange Adventures. Oh, but yeah, it was basically like B movie type stuff. Oh, the man. Here's here's one: the man with the comet head, the skyscraper that came to life. It was just like this horror comic stuff. But in the mid '50s, when Seduction of the Innocent came down, Uh horror comics gone. Like EC Comics, gone. Oh, okay. Was the uh, industry leader selling millions of copies gone because. Why did they change it? Because the innocents were being seduced. Oh, I see. Wow. The the trials, the the hearings, oh, okay. Congress, Frederick All right. Wortham. All right. Okay, show on that coming up. Um, Just to educate my... This whole show is me educating my co-host until she becomes a mega mind. How far are you? Uh, I, I don't know how far I am from being a mega mind. I don't know. Well, we'll have to do a show on confidence too. <laughs> Green Lantern Show, speak. Is it going to be live action? Or is it going to be a cartoon? Do we know? Live action. Live action. Um, honestly, I, I think that Green Lantern, there's a lot of potential, like, great material there. But it just hasn't been handled well in Hollywood as of yet. It's been handled once. I, this is true. So I um, I, uh, I attack your premise. Okay. Well, I think... We that- just, we're going to talk about the sixth... Terminator film. I know. The I know. third reboot in 15 years. I know. In a little bit. Um, I do think that Greg Berlanti is fairly talented. So if he is at the helm, I think we have the potential to get a, a good show out of this. I don't know why, why it's HBO? on HBO. I don't want to hear Hal Jordan swear. No, I don't, I don't either. Want green boobies. No, I don't want any of that. Why not that just do what you always it. done? Or maybe it's just... I think he got greedy. I think he... He's got Greg fifteen got shows. Greedy? I think he's got fifteen shows. Yeah, literally. Yes. Uh, most of them they're with uh, the CW, but mm-hmm. I think he does have a couple of shows with other networks. And he's like, "I'm Greg Berlanti. Why don't I have a piece of that HBO money pie?" And I so guess. yeah, we can put green boobs in, no, no problem. But right. when it all you have to do is just go. My name is Hal Jordan. I used to be a test pilot, but then I've you know <laughs> now oh, I'm the like... greenest man alive. Right, right, right. That's all you have to do, right? I know. Yeah. We were talking about them doing a Superman series. I know. Um, and now there won't be any Green Lantern because he'll he's on another network. Well, you're right about that. I guess Supergirl's on another network, but shut up. 
So, uh, yeah, we got all that going on. Uh, Ridley Scott has a uh, serialized sci-fi show uh, okay. that will be going on. It's a 10-parter. It's called Raised by Wolves. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe it has the potential to be better or stronger than the uh, Twilight Zone series we just recently Check this got. out, and why not just rename it to Terminator Raised by Wolves? Two androids raise a, a human child or human children on a mysterious uh, uninhabited planet. Yeah, that sounds like it could be Terminator adjacent. Yeah. You know. Why don't I have a Terminator raise raise this baby? Yeah. There's a Netflix movie. It is a Australian film, I believe. Okay. Um, and I mean, I'm sure it got like, you know, limited release uh, on, the, on the independent circuit, but it's sure. called Mother. It's not great, mm-hmm. but it's pretty good. Okay. And I would recommend it because there are a lot of, there is a lot of digital actors in it. Mm. Um, it's not a spoiler to say that there's robots in it. Sure. And uh, so the robots have to interact with people and it's always kind of dodgy. Uh, once again, we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is f- perfect, flawless. Mm. Like you, I, lit- I just thought that, the, oh, they got a really nice articulated costume, you know, for an actor. <laughs> it's just a guy, you know, with a sock on his head. Sure. And, and the whole thing is painted in. And like Hillary Swank is wrestling around with it and Okay. And it, yeah, it just you just totally believe it. So anyway. Okay. Uh so that's going on on the HBO's uh what else? I think that's pretty much it as far as content. I know that mm-hmm. um great news everybody. Uh <laughs> Jeffrey uh, Epstein, who we all know and love uh, Adam McKay is going to do a limited series about him. Oh, boy. You know, our greatest modern political satirist, Adam McKay. He certainly stop him? feels that way. Stop him? I don't know. I don't know. Let's all start buying Anchorman Blu-rays. Okay. Okay, everybody's got to go out and buy 10 Anchorman Blu-rays. And the studio will be like, oh, my God. Is Anchorman really hot now? So we can get him to go and back to Adam, comedy. you got to make us an Anchorman 3. Yeah. Can I make an Anchorman 3? We have to go to it ten times. It's going to be really bad. Yeah. And it's going to be better than whatever damage he's doing to the discussion politically and spiritually. LeBron, I see you. Uh, with his crappy, crappy satire. It's bad. Yeah, it's not. Check out ideal. Succession. Yeah. On HBO right now. Uh, so anyway, he's going to double down on the HBO and do a limited series about the life of Jeffrey Epstein, apparently. Wow. Great. Do we really need this? Well, I don't know. As long as, what if he, what if the series starts with his neck breaking? Yeah. Oh, it'd be kind of like Chernobyl. Not like Chernobyl. No, no, no. I, no, no. I don't, and I don't mean flashing back. I mean, okay. then it becomes about something else and it becomes fiction, right? Okay. Fiction. Sure. This All the President's Men is fictional, but it is a, based on uh, Woodward's, you know, account of them chasing down the Watergate story. Sure, yeah. So it's basically like real. But this would be like that, but it is... Because we're never going to know anything. Because the most... Right. Here, scandal corner, put your put your tinfoil hats on. Mm. It's conspiracy lane. Uh, we're never going to know what happened. Right. Because there's too many powerful people oh, mixed up definitely. in it. So he committed suicide. You can hear the yeah, quotes. right. Uh, and we'll never know. But what if you just took that and you just ran with it and, you know, have, have a, some people who are like... Oh, and Schmillery Schrinton or something like that. Right. Like, just have analogs for people who are involved in it. 
and then see when uh, you get a knock on the door yeah. from guys with <laughs> sunglasses on. I know. I mean, and then but they were fine. They send him to Bamboo Alcatraz and no more Adam McKay movies. There you go. How's my plan? Uh, I think it's pretty good. I should let you talk more so I don't get caught in these <laughs> these whirlpools. You would think with like Jeffrey Epstein, like there would be better like cameras or security within a prison. Oh, they went out. Uh huh. The cameras yeah. didn't work. Sure. You know. Right. Cameras don't work sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what this story is about. Right. No, it was about HBO. Yeah, I know. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> we'll do a Patreon show on uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, boy. Do so anyway, really here's here's that? the kicker. Uh, HBO Max will cost fourteen ninety nine a month. Yeah. And it will be a free upgrade for HBO Now subscribers. Now, HBO Now, I'm really confused. Right. Did you explain all this before? Um. Well, I, I said that it was going to be, I think, uh, around that price point, they thought, like, because uh, uh, HBO now is around that price point, so they thought it would be a, a similar now is. price but, but, point. But now, if you have now, 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 let's keep saying now, yeah. if you have now, you automatically have max. So now and it must cost more than max. they didn't explain that before, yeah. Now it has to cost more than max. I think it might be 16 or $17 a month. Ah! Something like that. I don't know for sure. But um, it's a lot. That's that's asking a lot, especially when like Netflix and Disney Plus are like under the ten dollar. It's on TV, it's HBO. I know. But like you're paying almost twice as much from other services. How about paying zero, baby? Whoa. The Peacock service from NBC Universal yes. is considering going free. Interesting. Do you, do you think they'll get more eyes if they're free? I mean, I guess they would. They've already got a lot of eyes. Yeah. <laughs> True. On them. The peacock. Peacock tail. The, the feathers. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's Argus. It's a Greek myth. Right, right, right. Uh, great stuff. I, I think it's going to be like an original Hulu model. Remember how Hulu used to be? Free. Oh, and it'll have like uh, commercials or with, something. Yeah, with um, you know maxi pad ads or something like that. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So, okay, I'll enjoy Peacock for a year, and then it'll go subscribe subscription, right. and you have to watch commercials still. So. Right. But anyway, might start off free. It's worked for them in the past. I understand why they want to do it. The Witcher will debut on Netflix on December twentieth. Ooh, that's uh, ballsy. I think that's the same day that Star Wars comes out. So, gonna make people decide what to watch first. Yeah, I, I mean, they're well. See, here's the thing: anything else but Star Wars, I'd agree with you. Yeah, because I don't think there is counter programming anymore. I don't know no. if studios know this, but like a nerd will want to watch a Netflix show, mm. ostensibly based on a series of books, mm-hmm. but also based on a video game that was based on those books, right? Just as much as they'd want to watch the last chapter. In yes. the greatest saga, to, uh, 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 they want to watch both of them. Well, but that's true. you get a lot of moms and NFL guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> literally, this is how creative they are, and how much they understand their appeal. It literally said that. I know. I mean, I don't, it wasn't exactly that, but it was basically. It was that. more or less that NFL fans, whatever. Uh, those people watch Star. Everybody watches Star Wars. Yes. So you can't compete anyway. So why not get the nerds who couldn't get their tickets because they were sold out? I guess six months ago. Right. <laughs> to to binge, creepy Superman's new show. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> Our review of Creepy Superman's new show on oh our December 22nd show. We're talking about it on Christmas, probably. Oh, my goodness. What else is happening? Uh, the filming has started on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. I Woo-hoo. figured that was done already. Well, it doesn't come started. out. filming has started. I guess it doesn't come out for a while. It doesn't come out until sometime next yeah. year. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody is writing on that that I'm not happy about. Who was it? Who was it? I don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. It's not David um, Goyer, I don't think. So. Is it Lindelof We're or something? Safe. Oh, oh would, would that it were. Would that it were. <laughs> would that it were. Uh, what else is happening? It looks like, oh, it's been on the Marvel tip. Uh, did anybody see that video of uh, Tom Hiddleston and Charlie Cox? Oh, yeah. Uh, dressed as each other's Marvel characters for Halloween. That was awesome. Yeah, that I was really fun. enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah. I didn't know that they were in Betrayal. That's uh, Pinter, oh. right? On that's Broadway, not, I think so. yeah, very uh, nice. So that's uh, we're still dragging that old stuff out. Well, ever does people do Pinter every once in a while? Sure, I know, but <laughs> we're you and I, yeah, are not spring chickens. True. We're like, let's say we're the middle of summer chickens. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. Maybe coming up on Labor Day chickens. All, all right, <laughs> Labor Day chickens. Well, there's our title. Wow. Uh, and <laughs> and they're doing the same things mm. in theater mm. that they were doing when we were spring chickens, when we were chicks. Yes, when we were in college and high no, I don't school. count. I don't count like the musical side of Broadway. I know that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all Cat in the Hat, the Transformers musical. They have always yeah, yeah, been yeah. about doing whatever they can, and then even when it's not and that, some it's pajama game or something like that. Right. Or so it goes the right opera. back to my point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are there no new playwrights? <laughs> I know there's new playwrights, there, but there are definitely does nobody's new stuff break through to to Broadway? The, to the, yeah, to the Great White Way. Um, you know, I think a lot of new stuff kind of starts off on on uh, just off Broadway, and then if it's popular enough, it'll move to Broadway. I know, I know how the Broadway system works. Okay. I just don't know why nothing seems to make it that far. You hear like. Oh, we're doing M Butterfly. So, wow, we're still doing M Butterfly, huh? Yeah, of course. Awesome. Yeah, Great. I know. Uh, it does seem like we're doing Can't, a lot of the I want to join you on the Chinese tour. <laughs> probably another one that you don't get to, yeah, probably you don't get not. to watch in China. Yeah. Uh, what about the Hundred Acre Wood? Oh, Winnie the Pooh? Does that go in China? Uh, it's a I, joke because the Chinese leader looks like Winnie the oh, Pooh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that one takes place more in your head. Uh, than it, yeah, it I forgot about that. That diss. Let's get to movies here. Okay. Uh, looks like Ant-Man 3 has been announced. It's being developed. Okay. Peyton Reed will return. And my response is, all right. He's, there's, we've had two perfectly serviceable yeah. films under his control. Why not just make a third one? I Yeah, I mean, the Ant-Man films like have been... Okay. Robert Altman's going to come back from the dead. And no, of course Ant-Man not. Film, but that would be a good Ant-Man film. There you go. Yeah. How do we get Elliot Gould into Ant-Man? <laughs> Have him be the bad guy. I don't know. That'd be kind of fun, right? Yeah. Who's, who's a good bad Ant-Man bad guy that Elliot Gould could play? <laughs> there aren't many. I mean, you could take oh. any Avengers bad guy, right? Sure. Uh, like, Is there like a good Spider-Man bad guy that would be an Ant-Man bad guy? No, Spider-Man and Ant-Man don't work together. All right. Yes, they're both bugs. But it's that, it's, I'm sure, I mean, over the course of 50 years of Marvel history, somebody's made the joke, but it took people like Chris Yost and yeah. his writing partner, his name okay. I can't remember, uh, to, or no, Marcus and McFeely, uh, to, uh, to write a joke like, 
<laughs> what was right. it, Rody? Like, we got two bug people now? What? Yeah, I think it was um, it's probably, the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good for yeah. you. Anyways. Great. Because <laughs> the other guy fought both of them. Yeah. Or with them. So. Yes, exactly. Good for you. Okay. What else is going on? Uh, it Apparently, uh, oh, I wanted to mention real fast that mm. I read an interview with Ian McGregor and oh. uh, he talked about, um, he was talking to Collider or something and he mm. talked about like having to lie about being obi-wan returning as obi-wan oh sure because so it maybe came up in a thing yeah because yeah, it's not it didn't i'm sure they've been negotiating with it for years yeah but he can't say anything right so don't ever believe any star ever when they say anything well if you see if Char- yeah. well charlie cox is a really good actor but if you see charlie cox go man i just really wish we could have taken that character to a new place you know and i i, I would be willing to come back i'd love to come back if they if they want me you know we'll mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. he could have a whole he could have a 10-year contract waiting in the wings. And we just don't know That's about how it. good he is. Right. But I kind of believe him that there's no plans for Daredevil to appear in the MCU. Right. Or on Disney+. Plus. Right, which is too bad. Yeah. Um, because I'd love Charlie Cox to come back. As He's... Loki. <laughs> right. I want to talk about Paul Feig. Okay. And Let's do it. The fact that he is resurrecting the Dark Universe at Universal. Really? Can you think hmm. of, imagine you're me. Yes. <laughs> Go through the doorway that takes you to my universe. Uh-huh. Can you imagine anything worse? Not really. If you, uh, and David S. Goyer is, is writing. Right, right, right. <laughs> that would be worse. Starring Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't used to hate her, but it's not, I, going, it's not going great. Y- you know what I think it, a lot of it is, is she really seemed to be sour on her role in X-Men and like could not wait to get out of it so much so that they just killed her in the last film. So you got your wish. You won't have to wear that blue makeup anymore. They killed the entire friend. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Sorry. I'm so self-centered. You said you and I just thought you were talking to me. <laughs> okay. No, I was talking and, about uh, J-Law. J- yeah, I got my wish and they killed the franchise. Yeah, but They I killed know. the entire studio. So, right. Uh, that's how hard we hit them. It killed mm-hmm. the whole studio. Went back in time and gave Robert Evans a boner. Uh, Somebody just killed Fox. Uh, So, yeah, uh, he wrote a a movie called Dark Army that is probably about aliens disguised as ghosts. We all read the Sony emails, right? Wow. And it was for Universal, and I guess it was tangentially connected to the Dark Universe Universe. thing. Like, Mm. we'll have the Johnny Depp one that's be serious, and then maybe Paul Feig will do a funny one, because this Mm. is how movie executives think. Right. And he was being interviewed about it recently, and he mentioned specifically, like, the Dark Universe. Like, he was saying, you know, I, I don't know if the interviewer, I didn't read the interview, um, if he even uh, picked up on what he was saying, but he was saying, like, we were talking about how this fits in the Dark Universe. Sure. I turned my script into the Dark Universe people. Dark Universe, he said a couple more times. Okay. So there's been a no announcement, but it seems like, unless he's confused, and if you've ever seen any of his films, it's very possible he is. Uh. I think he thinks that he's in charge of the dark universe <laughs> or at least okay. is making a movie in the dark universe well, which we thought was dead in the water um i know i never film. no go back last oh, really? week or the week before i never said it was dead i always really knew this is all they've got the universal okay. monsters yeah, yeah, yeah we just got done talking about betrayal <laughs> playing in perpetuity on broadway for 50 years yeah, they're never yeah. gonna let the wolfman go what are you talking about okay i thought it if was anything, a done deal if they were smart was it new line We've had this talk before. I don't know. Whoever owns or owned Monster Squad, they mm. should buy a Monster Squad. Yeah. Then they could do a Monster Squad remake 
with the Universal Monsters. They don't have to go, oh, it's Fishman instead of like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Right, right, right. Um, that would be great. And then we could have that great line. Uh, what what does it say? He say like, let go of it, you bitch, or something like that. <laughs> First of all, he says to a five-year-old child. Best part of the film. Yeah. Uh, you have Sean, Shane Black, or yeah. Sean Black, his non-union replacement, uh, write and direct the Monster Squad update, right? Yeah. And that girl's out there. Get her back. And then he's like, give me the amulet, you bitch. She's yeah, like, that's what it is. Woman? <laughs> Do you mean woman? A working woman? Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dracula, me too <laughs> Right, and then like the 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 way they 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 did the like Frankenstein's monster, like he was like supposedly like really nice and just misunderstood in that film. Yeah, played by so, Tom Noonan, who yes, <sighs> way too into the character for his own good. Yeah, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to organize my thoughts about Tom Noonan. That's complicated. You it, oh here you go. Mm. Uh, it's the it's the old story. Uh, it's the new one and the old one. Uh, actually, it's the middle one. We need like a new, new one now okay. where um, somebody says to Justin Timberlake, try acting. But of course, you've got Dustin Hoffman staying up all night in Marathon Man mm-hmm. so he can look strung out. And, yes. And, and Lawrence Levy is like, oh, that's what acting is, though. You just try acting. <laughs> right, right, and right. you've got Anthony Hopkins and... Alec Baldwin in The Edge, where they have to look like they've been running through the wilderness, and Alec Baldwin's running up and down these mountains, so he'll be all tired out, and Anthony Hopkins is drinking tea, and they say, action, and Anthony Hopkins is like, <sighs> and he's just all worn out, they look exactly the same. <laughs> it's the same thing with Tom yes. Noonan. You, I've heard so many stories about how far you go to play yes. your roles, and I don't think that you're bad. No. I think you've been in some great stuff, and I think you've been in some crap, hmm. but I never think... Wow, this guy's How did he really laying that? it all out there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always like you probably could have did the same thing without alienating the entire cast right? and being asked, uh, being referred to as Mr. Frankenstein's monster the entire right? f- uh, film on the set. Now that leads us to a discussion of Daniel Day Lewis, I guess. Like, is having built the house uh, that he uh, his character lived in for <laughs> Not the crucible the house that he lived in right, right, right. The house that his character lived in. And he probably snuck in and slept in the bed at night. Uh, does that make you a better guy who just goes? I, you know, I don't. I, guess, I disagree, Martha. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess it, it is kind of an inter- you, you make an interesting point. It's all um, about acting today. Yeah. And I these mean, Labor Day chickens. And, and and I do think that Daniel Day Lewis is a really great actor, but would he be able to pull the same thing off had he not he built the house that his character would have been? A in? bunch of Oscars. He does. He does. But then, uh, uh, what's his name? Hmm. Jim Parsons. I was going to say Jim Neighbors. No Oscars. Jim Parsons has four Emmys. So. Sure. Yes, this is true. Yes. Uh, so uh, how do you uh, explain that or compare those two? I don't he know. went back in time and vaccinated himself as a child so that he would have Come on. Oh, my yeah, You should just jump in, right? Wow. Just stop. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. I'm the gas. You're the brakes. Okay. Well, We're here's, putting the brakes here's on. some people that should have had the brakes put on them. Uh, Ryan Johnson says he's still in talks for uh, a Star Wars property. Do you feel like he felt the need to put that out there just because of yes. the news with D&D? Like, 
Yes, that t- no. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't think nothing's happening. I'm sure they're still talking. But yeah, I'm sure they their are. Their house is so out of order. They don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah. to go forward. But I definitely think it's not a done deal because he felt the need to mention that right. in an interview with "We Got This Covered" or whoever it was. Who I just you know there are just certain news outlets that I just like you can't trust. No, no. It's like you like I don't know where you get your yeah. tidbits from, yeah. but it's not necessarily a reliable the, the, source. The short but eventful time that I spent uh, on the, on the other side of that, mm. uh, yeah, lets me know that many times nobody has any sources or anything like that so take it from me right uh you can't trust any of it uh so i don't know we'll see with that i think disney is absolutely definitely waiting until uh some of the dust settles on star wars to Mm. see where to go next Mm -hmm. uh and that's i think it's a good idea sure Uh, we definitely should get more star wars um We've we've got it. We've got a couple TV shows. You know, this we're, is we're, true. We got a lot the of... Mandalorian in a couple of days, and yep. then the Ewan McGregor um, Obi Wan show. The the plates are spinning, mm. but we don't even know if they're plates or not. They might be bowling balls. <laughs> uh, they might be uh, Fabergé eggs. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't even know what we're spinning. So yes. let's find out and then see where to go. But somebody who doesn't have to do that is Sony because we are absolutely getting a Into the Spider-Verse 2 in April of 2022. Okay, that's a ways Four, off. 4-2-2-0-2-2. Yeah. Um, okay, I mean, uh, I know how you feel about Into the Spider-Verse. It was not necessarily my I only favorite. feel that way because everybody else feels one way that it was... The greatest film that's ever been made. Yeah. Excuse me. I have to go change my pants. Yeah. Which well, makes me like it less. If everybody went, that's pretty good. I would have been like, you know what? I think it is pretty good. But everybody just loves it. I know. And it does not. That's where my naked emperor yeah. circuit kicks in. I hear you. I mean, I like Get the, the sandwich board. Right. <laughs> the end is near. Wake up, sheeple. I, I liked all the different characters that they included, but they could have... For no use at all. Well, well, yeah. Like, they could have u- utilized them better, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, like, had a better way for them to work all together and then get sent back to their relative universes or what have you. Yeah. Um, and I I think the story could have been stronger. Like, I know when... We don't when have it, to do this all uh, over again, do okay. we? Okay, no. No, we don't. So, we can move on. Oh, that was it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you shut down her Spider-Man stuff, you got, you, when you shut down her Spider-Man stuff, it's surprising. But not as surprising as the great action you'll see on the gridiron. Oh, my gosh. When the New York Giants face up against the Houston Oilers. <laughs> Houston Oilers, catch it! Like a sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Welcome to Virtual Theater. I'm Andy Spiteri. And I'm Gooey Fame. The day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. If you're a gamer, a movie buff, or both, you're going to want to check out our podcast on video game movies and the stories that shape them. Luigi, it's a mushroom. Come on. Trust the fungus. We let you decide which movies we cover via Twitter poll. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at Virtual Theater X. Right, you can hear him talking. They can't understand me, kid. And give us two thumbs up by subscribing on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. The fate of billions will depend upon you. (laughs) Sorry. We are a part of the Just Enough Trope Network. 
I've seen a lot of fates. Yes. I've seen them duel. Uh huh. I've seen them stay night. I've seen them be of the furious. <laughs> but I ain't never seen a fate as so dark, dark as this fate. Yes. Of Terminator. Dark fate. Six. Yes. <laughs> they didn't call it that. Thank God. Dark fate. <laughs> what happens in Terminator Dark Fate? Um. Dun, okay. dun, 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 dun. And then one after that. It's really hard to not do any spoilers, but um, basically a new character appears and two people from the future come back in time. One, a newer Terminator who is liquid metal and maybe something else. They've called it, I've heard Cameron calls it the Endo and the Exo. Oh, okay. I mean, there's, we're not, we're going to have a spoiler section, but like all Terminator films who have had cool plot things ruined by the trailers, because (laughs) what are you going to do? We've seen the trailers, right? So we know about the capabilities of this new machine. But yeah, it's a Rev 9 and it's got an, an endoskeleton and an exoskeleton. Yes. Uh, and there's somebody else from the future who comes back who is there to protect this new person. Kyle Grace. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't know. I mean, Grace is, her name is Grace. Yes. She's the Kyle Reese. Yeah. But it's it's either the laziest naming ever, or it's like, we need like a female name with portent. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about... Trixie, yeah. <laughs> not portent that she will be on a pole someday. Like it's got to be like, you know, apocalyptic or religious. Right. Like hope. Ooh, two on the nose. Two on the nose. Grace. Let's go with Grace. Nailed it. Yeah. How about charity? <laughs> too d- diffuse. Chastity. Roll it back. <laughs> um. Yeah. And uh, so, so she's there to protect this new person who is, uh helping in the future it's terminator 2 it is like terminator, it's 2. terminator and then, 2 and then an older soldier shows up to help them in the fight and that of course is sarah connor it's terminator 2 yeah yeah that's what it is so uh yeah the terminator franchise mm-hmm. such as it is yes is terminator here's terminator ready hmm. terminator is uh this is not based on my own personal experience uh, Terminator is, let's call it the Tindernator. Oh my gosh. You swipe match with, I also don't know how to use Tinder. I, I don't either. So this is, none of this is going to make any sense. No. This is going to be like a three-year-old describing where babies come from. <laughs> Great. Uh, can three-year-olds talk? Yes. <laughs> okay. Of course it's going to be even worse than that then. Um, you, you have a Tinder date with somebody mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it goes okay. It goes pretty good. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's got potential. Mm-hmm. So you set up another date. That date is like fi- unbelievable. Like you go to the top of the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. You do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You have lots of sex or whatever. It's great. And you're okay. like, well, this is really going to be a thing now. But then you think it's a Tinder thing, right? This right. is just like, this is so I don't know anything about hookup culture, but this is this was it. This was the perfect hookup. Mm-hmm. This you cu- you delete the number, right? That's yeah. it. Forget it. Right. But then you do another one, mm-hmm. thinking you're going to recapture that magic. Yeah. And you do another one. Then you do another one. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. just like, why are we doing this? Right. But now to switch metaphors, 
like a joke, like repetition and humor, hmm. sometimes if you keep doing it, it becomes funny again. Right. And so now you're laughing, <laughs> laughter. Sure. Take the E out of the end. Uh, okay. I don't know what this has to do with Tinder. <laughs> you always let me go on too long. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. It's pretty good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dark face, pretty good. It's not that dark. It it is not that dark. Well, You're I right. mean, no, sorry. The fate is dark because this movie is a bomb. Yeah, I know. Ugh. It made twenty nine million dollars domestically. Wow. It cost, and I actually okay, so it cost one hundred and eighty million dollars. And I ask myself, yeah, where? Oh, like where how was much it done? could you? No, no. Where was it spent? How much could you pay Arnold Schwarzenegger at this point? Uh, probably a lot. Sure, sure. But it's commensurate to screen time, right? Yeah. So you're not paying Arnold Schwarzenegger thirty million dollars to be in the entire movie, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Like right. he's just in part of it. Mm-hmm. Again, in the trailer, not a spoiler. Um, so I would assume it's less mm-hmm. than normal. Plus, he's not working all the time, so he can't. He's not going to get eraser money for this, right? Everybody else is a nobody. Well, Linda Hamilton's not a nobody, but she nobody. hasn't been working for a long, long time. That's this is true. the Karen Allen of Indiana Fo- uh, Jones Four here. Mm-hmm. Best part of the movie. Glad to see her back, mm-hmm. but she's not going to. How much she get pay? A million bucks? Yeah, I don't know. Where'd all the money go? Maybe the the CGI uh, stuff. <sighs> With with how the Terminator, much could, how much could computer graphics cost? Uh, it's got to be up there, man. Um, I anyway, don't know. it cost uh, uh, almost two hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's great. And it only made uh, thirty million dollars domestically. Yeah. So. so that is not a success. So the the dark fate is the end of the Terminator franchise. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll see another one in three or four years. But as we know it, this is probably not going forward yeah. unless some miracle happens, which is too bad. Um. I, you know, I, I, how well did number five do? Because in my opinion, that is the, the, the weakest link of, of all of them. Uh, so I don't know how well that was received. Well, I ain't going to pull up a box office mojo on this. Okay. Uh, although I respect your question. And I'm going to say, um, I don't know. I, I, as far as I know, I think that not adjusted for inflation. Mm-hmm. This is around the level of T2. T2 only had like a $30 million opening weekend, but Mm -hmm. the whole world and industry was different back then. Well, right. So adjusted, I don't know. I think the last one did pretty good. Okay. Weird. But is universally panned. Yeah. Although some people think this one's worse, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um but, you know, that was the burned, that her hand was a, that hand was a Terminator hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was down to a metal skeleton. And we're like, yes. nobody's ever going to watch a Terminator film ever again. Right. And I think that's what is happening here. Okay. Or maybe misogynists were too scared to buy a ticket. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, probably did not help, you know? Well, Not like I, I, I want had, misogynists to go. I had a breakthrough the other day because I heard about the Joker film yes. from somebody who uh, it was a reviewer that thinks like me mm-hmm. um, that I sort of, I don't want to say trust because I don't know them, but I mean, just I figure like their opinion would be similar to mine. And they're like, sure. here's the here's the real, here's the thing, the sad thing. The Joker film is actually 
okay. I mean, yes, it's absolutely just Taxi Driver with a guy in, in, in clown makeup. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's not very original. But it isn't really like this incel empowerment tale okay. that people made it out to be. Okay. And I'm like, well, that's great. I wish that the director of the film hadn't yeah. done everything in his power to make me think it was that thing before it came out. Right. Why did why did he have to say so much crap about it? He's a it? jackass. That's yeah, why. Yeah, I know. Tim Miller might be a jackass, but he's a harmless jackass. And I think it's possible to make a mistake in the opposite direction, which yeah. is, was the effect possibly of his comment that this movie will scare the F out of misogynists. Right. It's like, just let people watch the movie. Mm-hmm. You've made a film where entire scenes... The Bechtel test is over and gone and done with. Right, right, right. Way early on. Mm -hmm. You've got scenes of action where it's just three women kicking the shit out of a robot. Yeah. Let it speak for itself. You don't have to like come out and go, hey, everybody. Hey. I know. You like women? Yeah. You like them kicking butt? Right. McGee, the director of Terminator Salvation. Yeah, number four. One of his most famous things, uh, comments about his own film, was that he really wanted to show us Moon Bloodgood's titties, but the studio wouldn't let him. Wow. So I'm already on Tim they, Miller's side here. They got really Tim, close, though. shut up. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, we watched the unrated cut where we did see them. Oh, okay. I read it. I see. You remember those blood good titties? Wow. That's well. I remember her like it was like drenching rain, (laughs) and I remember her taking her clothes off for some unknown reason. And the next scene, she's wearing them again. So it's just so we could see her boobs. That's yep. Ridiculous. McGee. I'm sorry. Not necessary. The best part of the Christian Bale rant is while he's going off on this guy. Yeah. And he's like. You get out of my my light and you're effing this and oh good for you yeah he's yeah, like, yeah back me up here McG uh, right <laughs> you have to throw to McG to back you up uh, it doesn't matter if you're right or not right so anyway uh Terminator Dark Fate stars yes. Linda Hamilton yes although sorry I guess it doesn't really star it stars Mackenzie Davis and Natalia Reyes yeah but Linda Hamilton looms large over this film mm-hmm. it also stars. Gabriel Luna mm-hmm. as the Terminator. Yes. I figure this out. Diego Luna yes. is Cassie and Andor. Oh. Gabriel Star Luna okay. is this Terminator. Okay. And I was speculating because uh, I Are they don't related know this at guy all? at all. Never heard of him. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought he was maybe in like the Mayans, the spinoff to okay. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. Uh, no, he's um, oh. he was on S.H.I.E.L.D., which I guess that's why we don't know. Okay. Um. He was in the movie Matador. Okay. All right. This is a big thing for him. Sure. But the point yeah. is, is that he's not a he's not a name. Right, right, right. Um. Well, I would argue that Mackenzie Davis is not yet a name. Yeah. Although that uh, she's nanny, showing up everywhere. Yeah. Movie is gonna change all that. And uh, not really. And Natalia Reyes is literally like this is you know one of her first films. Yes. So, um, and, and I'm totally fine with that. Um, I, I, and I mean, I think a lot of the actors they chose in the previous movies, well, some of them they chose because they were names, but like, like the, the lady, the actress who plays, uh, the Terminator in Terminator 3, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. Yeah. Um, so. She was in <clears throat> Blood Rain. Okay. All right. I, I believe. I, I know nothing about that. But, um, uh, but Blood they... Rain, soon to be on our uh, sister podcast, Network Mate, 
uh, virtual theater. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. Don't, don't so it's think? a video game. Yeah, yeah, it's a video game. Okay. Oh, is is that the one where slutty we not, watch the slutty trailer? vampire kills Nazis? Okay. All right. Um, but but like the you look at the other actors who are in that film. I guess the leads, anyways. It's Claire Danes who you know. Oh, this Terminator Three. Yeah, is somewhat of a name for herself. Nick Stahl, who was. Who was big when the movie came out? I feel like not so much anymore. Look at Terminator, Linda Hamilton, uh, Michael Bean. Yeah, right. Like they, they were Paul too Winfield unknowns. probably got paid the most money in that. <laughs> right. Uh, well, Schwarzenegger probably got paid the most money in that, but uh, yeah, it's like these. This whole series has always been. Uh, Christian Bale's probably the biggest movie star that they ever had in a Terminator film. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, and that's fine. Like yeah. that's never. It's there's there's something about seeing quote unquote normal people mm-hmm. with ice cream in their aprons right. getting chased by robots that makes this series work. And mm-hmm. this has that in spades. Like I wouldn't try to even start to Dark Fate. To yeah, to uh criticize um that. I just don't you know, I just don't know how to rate these actors. I haven't seen much from them. They Fair. all do a great job in this. I, I think so too. Why does this okay, so we watched the bad Terminator films. Yes. Why does this Three, succeed five. where they failed? Um, I think, uh, a lot of the, the three, four and five, they're, they're trying to, you know, like, how do we tell a Terminator story, but just tell it a little bit different, but, but they, they want to pay homage a little bit to what it has been before in the past, what it means. And, and, and I think we talked about this a lot they talk a lot about what's going to happen in the future. And I think that Dark Fate does a little bit too, but um, you you mentioned that initially when these films first started coming out, that was not a big part of it. Well, it's not, yeah, because the first film was never about, uh, we saw a couple flashes of the future. Yeah. And And what Kyle's world. Yeah. Yeah. To set the stakes. Yeah. But it was never about, Oh, now there's this model number of the Terminator, and Skynet's gonna do this, and we gotta get into that. It was never about that. It's just that was the backdrop to allow a guy to kidnap a lady in 1984 LA mm-hmm. and explain to her, Your life as a waitress is over. You are now the mother of the savior of mankind. Right. So get your shit together. Right. Um, and I think maybe why this movie is Oh, I gotta be careful not to do any spoilers. That's okay. Um, it, it it initially when it begins, you think that it's going to be a very similar story. And Terminator's movies love to do that too. Yes, they love to pull the rug out from under. Yes, and, and I think as the film goes on, it's like, oh wait, this is actually a little different, and yeah. and I can appreciate. And I'm starting that to see difference. things that I recognize. Well, right. Um, but I uh, I think it. It, it it it's able to um stay within um the the terminator world but yet do something we haven't actually seen before and i think they're able to yeah. do that successfully i would call this terminator the force awakens oh i see so it's like similar to maybe one or two you well, said two all of the terminator films post one have been an attempt to Take the exact same premise, yeah, and do something different with it, yeah. And I think this starts off like that, like you said, but then it goes off and does its own thing, yes. But 
all the elements of its new thing mm-hmm. are kind of like things that were there before. Then scratched off <laughs> versions of the stuff from before. Yeah, that's true. Star Killer Base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a Death Star, though. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. But it provides such a snap, a, a, a snap when you bite into it, a nice crunch. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the things are done so well and so uniquely that. If you just change it to the Blarminator or something like that, I think that it could totally stand on its own as, as yeah. its own thing. Except for, you know, all the referring back to previous films because right, right, Sarah right. Connor's in it. But. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, people didn't like this movie. No. Uh, now, we were looking at uh, the review sites, the aggregate sites yes. uh, early in the weekend, and people were trashing it. Yes. The As the weekend has gone on, and I guess more um, deadlines have been uh, met, met publishing-wise, sure. it has trended up. It is now oh. like fresh. It's over 70% on Rotten oh, really? Tomatoes. Interesting. So I think, yeah, I think Justice is winning out and this uh, fairly well-made movie is getting its respect. But a lot of people's criticisms are that exact same thing. Mm. And a lot of the reviews for it read like reviews of Terminator 5. Oh, boy. Which uh, I, I, a, I don't a get. A tired, you know, poorly acted retread that is an attempt to jumpstart a dead franchise. I disagree completely. I do think that this, they are clearly, there are elements of this that are totally aiming to have it be the star. We're going to have a lot of crazy adventures, Mm -hmm. but not as woodenly and as badly executed as Terminator Genesis. Oh my gosh. Terminator Genesis is. You can go back in our archives and listen to our review, but we could do a review of that right now. Ready? It's it's terrible. Let me get my underwear off here. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Jai Courtney. Is a big fat zero. <laughs> he is, and and you know what? He looks like I he like, ate Kyle Reese. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it doesn't look anything like Kyle Reese. No, Kyle Reese was kind of like a live, like yeah, he was fit, but he was very skinny because. And I think we saw something that was saying like he ate rats and crap, and like you know right. he 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 came from a place where food wasn't readily prevalent. So why would he be this big, he was bulky, in a, yeah. <laughs> muscular, protein-enhanced Do they have uh, protein powder in the past? Right, exactly. John, you got to tell me. Um, I want to find uh, two things. I want to find um, uh, Amelia Clark uh, cosplaying as Sarah Connor yes. in this picture. Yeah. And I need to find uh, the MetRx store so I can <laughs> exactly. get some power bars. And, and I like Amelia Clark, but she is... Not this great was, in but this. remember, this was shot a long time ago. That's like true. it came out in like 2015, right? Yeah, but it was shot years Even before, before that. that. So this is like literally one of her first jobs. Yeah, uh, she's gotten better. But I think she, she has too. Not great. No. And the um, Alan Taylor, ironically, uh, who directed her in quite a few episodes of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. is doing her no favors uh, as a director. No, but. And I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm trying to help her out, but no, she sucked. It, it's it's just a lot of lines fell flat. We we were looking for a, emotional depth within these characters, no. and it's just not there. There are things that they say, and it's just laughable. It's like nobody nobody believes you. <laughs> this is you. now a show about Terminator Five. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go this deep. Well, and then I think we saw something else that was talking about how they gave a lot of really long uh dialogue diatribes uh about uh the exposition to Arnold and it's like why would you do that because he's it's just like him going you know he I know he's a machine and like he's he's a good guy and 
And uh, I guess spoilers for five, like he basically helped raise Amelia Clark. Right. So she calls him Pops. Right. Uh, and he's aged. And they have like one throwaway line like, oh, well, like the skin that they have on it is uh, on the on the Terminators is like, what did they call it? It was like um, it ages. So I, I can't even remember what exactly what she says, but living tissue. Yes, it's living tissue. It's That's metal, right. Metal surrounded by living tissue. Right. Nothing um, dead will go. Um, yes. Uh, now, <clears throat> Josh Friedman. The creator, yes. showrunner of Sarah Connor Chronicles, yes, has a story credit on this film. On Dark and Fate, I yes. don't, yeah, know the exact details, but I, you know, I think that they just kind of went to him and <laughs> David Esclair, and right. uh, you know, got ideas uh, for him because there are ideas, there are things that are in the Sarah Connor Chronicles show that are kind of in this too, like elements. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember. There was a Terminator who got accidentally being back to the 30s or something like that yes and then he had in, to like in the, the show he had yes. to wait around until his target uh was born so he could like kill him at a certain time when yes. his programming said but he was just like he he like walled himself up in a in a wall in a building yes and just stayed there for like seven years and cameron found him uh, but he didn't come out as an old man he was just well that that normal. is true so I, maybe it's sun damage and it's wear and tear that makes the skin age or something. i don't know or or it's something with the two 800s that they don't have on other models or well that's right like they're that. they're t-triple-8s in the in the show oh so okay. i guess that's another timeline here's something else and i really we're both chopping at the bit to talk about the specific things in this movie, right? Yeah, so one more so. thing and then we'll give our recommendations and we'll get to spoilers. But this is the whole thing where every movie is sort of set in some new timeline, not just because we want to tell, um, add new elements to a story that is locked down. The whole point of the yeah. first movie is that it is a fate and that you cannot change anything. Right. So if you're going to change anything, and I like the uplifting idea of having no fate but what you make it in the second film but it immediately right. means that you are going to have time paradoxes the first one is a perfect um, bootstrap paradox everyone after that is going to have to mess with that also mm -hmm. you mess with the fact that you've got new writers directors actors why does john connor look like that right, right. you're going to change all those things just in terms of making a hollywood film mm -hmm. so those are all problems but this film i think just uh without spoiling anything does its best to deal with all that and still try to keep the stakes high. Mm -hmm. And I think it deals with that in a good way. But I feel like if you are somebody who is like, I don't know, if you're a sci-fi fan or a time travel fan, I feel like it's hard to make the stakes matter because it's time travel. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Presumably, you, tr you send a robot back to kill the guy's mom. Yes. Because there's a cute actress you want to have in your movie. Right, right, right. That you're going to marry later. Uh, <laughs> the second one, you send a, a robot back to kill the man himself. Yes. Presumably in the future, you sent that guy after and he arrives 13 years later. Mm -hmm. But you could send him to any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So let's say Skynet shot six. It had time to sh send t six Terminators out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it could... Terminator 7 could be Arnie showing up in the 30s to kill Sarah Connor's dad or something like oh, that. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, 
I'll be back 23 skidoo. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's never any safety. And there's the whole paradox of they succeed in Terminator 2. They blow up Joe Morton and his entire company. Yeah. But the Terminator still had to be lowered into the thing. Like, how can he still exist? That's a paradox if he there is no Skynet in the future. Right. That's something that these movies have always had to sort of ignore or just go, well, what do you want? It's a movie. Right. This movie tries to deal with that a little bit. A little bit. If not in the mechanical, temporal mechanical, um, crunchy numbers explanation of it, mm-hmm. at least the emotional uh, and personal impact right. of that thing yeah. is present in this film. Let's just get to it already. Would okay. you recommend this film? Uh, Dark Fate? Yes, I would recommend it. I would absolutely recommend it. It's a dark fate and a lost cause at this point. I, even if you go out and see it right. to support it, I don't think that your support is going to make any difference. But if you want to see a good, it's November. Nothing comes out until I the know. next Ke- Kenneth Branagh Poirot film you know right. what I mean? or Star Wars. Right. So if you want to see a great action film in the first week of November, yeah. Before the holiday season comes, watch this film. You're gonna like it. Yeah, I can't. I, agree. I can't even explain how depressed I was as we were watching the trailers. I was sitting there thinking, "Why do I do this stupid job? I don't <laughs> want to see this. I know that it's gonna ruin even more all the other films. It's gonna be Genesis Part Two, mm-hmm. Exodus, right? <laughs> it's a Bible joke, and uh, it's just gonna. Yeah, why am I here? And then, not five minutes. 10 minutes in, I'm like, I'm so glad I was wrong. Right. I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, I, yeah, definitely check it out. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, you killed John Connor. Yes. You bastards. Yes, exactly. Whoa. Um, I, I, part of th- that scenario I was just describing, yeah. where I was having a long, dark night of the soul. Yeah. Well, the, the, the twilight, the very darkest part before the dawn began, yes. was shooting Edward Furlong in the face. I know. And I was like, F you, movie. I want to get up and just leave. Why am I even here? Right. You are starting underground yep. to try to get up this this mountain. Uh, and then, it, you know, end of the movie, they're on top of the mountain. It's like, wow, you guys did it. I know. Uh, and it, it it is a T-800, an Arnold machine who shoots him. Right. Um, like I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> because... Yeah, but the funny thing is, is that, okay, so, okay, this is the continuation of my rant. I I promise I'll try to wrap it up. It seems so pointless. Mm. And I would say that Tim Miller is a great action director. Mm -hmm. You give Alan Taylor an action movie, it sucks. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. We're going to flip a bus because Dark Knight did it or whatever. Right. None of the action is all that great Mm -hmm. in uh, Genesis. It's just two computers fighting each other. Yeah. And you give an action movie to Tim Miller, there are holes in the script. Mm-hmm. There are things that are like, I guess she had the same cell phone for 20 years. Right. And good thing that she took it out of her chip bag every once in a while. Right. There are things that absolutely don't make sense. There are things that, you know, like most Terminator movies, 50% of the dialogue is cribbed from other Terminator movies. Right. But when it's time to start doing action, deliver that action. Like, mm-hmm. it is hot stuff. Yeah. When they get to that dam, I'm like... Damn, what are you going to do now? You've crashed two planes already. What's even going to happen? I know. And I love that part where they're hanging up the damn thing. She's like, put your seatbelt on. And she's I just know. like, yeah, it would be dangerous if we didn't have our seatbelts on. I know. <laughs> so, like, he's just really delivering that kind of stuff. But it doesn't, I feel like 
the elements that I want to see, like I was mentioning in the in the pre-spoiler thing, like the emotional impact of some of these things, right. is there, but it isn't really there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the script and not the performances. Like I really did like Linda Hamilton in this. Yes. But I felt like a lot half of her lines were like, I'm the wisecracking old lady. And the other yeah. half were kind of underwritten and you never really felt like she did a great job being sad and mad about John's death, but mm-hmm. I never really got into it because it is so senseless. Technically that Terminator succeeded. Yeah. But, and I don't know if he was, um, do, do you, where do you send him? Like the whole point of sending Kyle Reese says this, I think in the Terminator, he mm-hmm. knew that the, he had to send uh, the Terminator to a place in time where you could find somebody because now Gabriel Luna Terminator just sticks yeah. his arm in an Ethernet port and he can have all the information he wants. And the movie right. goes to great lengths to explain that something we already know about our surveillance culture. Right. But this is 1984. Yeah. He's got a phone book. The Terminator goes to a he reads a phone book. There are three Sarah Connors in the valley. Right, right, right. So so he he had to send the robot to a place that he knew Sarah Connor would be. Yes. How does that explain that a Terminator finds them in Puerto Vallarta or whatever, wherever they are? Yeah, it doesn't I make don't any know. sense. No, and the Terminator doesn't understand that them blowing up Skynet means or Cyberdyne means there will be no Skynet. The the war is over. Right, right, right. It just completes its mission. Yeah, which at this point is a totally senseless act. Mm-hmm. And he's just a robot. He doesn't care. But the idea, and this was Cameron's idea, the idea of that robot then unable to self terminate, just going out in the world and being like ice cream or like what do I do now? I'm gonna try right. one of those fruity drinks. Right, and developing like. A conscience and, mm-hmm. and an intelligence as far as it can and realizing, oh, that that was horrible. <laughs> like, yeah. I have a child. I'm Now I'm understanding that I was a slave and being controlled, you know, as much. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. And so I'm going to text Sarah. This is where it falls apart. But Yeah, I know. <laughs> but otherwise, like, that is a great element. That does what Genesis didn't do. Mm-hmm. What Sal- uh, Salvation tried to do is it takes all these ingredients that we already know Yes. You've got beef, you've got cheese and onions or whatever, and now it makes something new out of those by mm-hmm. taking those characters and, yes, having to take your favorite film in the franchise, T2, and making mm-hmm. it kind of meaningless by killing one of the main characters after yeah. they thought that they achieved their goals right? and then taking it in a new, new direction. And it, right. it isn't just a way to eliminate the future. Sarah Connor shoots herself or just disappears. She comes back. And her life is totally changed now because of what happened. Right. And she has something that she needs to prove and see through. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a great way to get her back to give, because that's what I would argue, that's what the franchise has been missing. It's been missing this Linda Hamilton since the third one. Yeah, you're right. And having her back, it just felt like Terminator. You know, it, it just did. felt like watching Terminator. Yeah. And she has a reason to be there. Yes. And she has a kind of abbreviated but nice little arc. Uh huh. I, you know, I would agree with you. And, um, I also... And this is totally true, and you and I'm interrupting you to point out something you said, is that at the mm. end, the, she's, how do you think um, little Danny becomes a super soldier? Yeah. she Sarah Connor trained her. Yes, and, <laughs> and I, I really appreciated it at the end where they're, they're both wearing black and leather jackets, and they get into this Jeep, and they, they're like, oh, let's go. And they, and they resisted the urge to have Danny look up and be like, viento tormente. Right, 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 she's right. Like, that means a storm's coming. Right. 
but it felt very Sarah Connor Chronicles to me. Yeah, it did. And and yeah. and I really yeah. appreciated that. If uh if Summer Cloud got in the back <laughs> as right. the third wheel, let's go. Right. And and I and I also just really appreciate the idea. Like they didn't say, expl- you know, explicitly that Sarah Connor was going to train her, but obviously Sarah Connor is going to train her, and that's how she becomes the badass that she is in the future. Yeah, because she is not there yet. And she probably doesn't make it to the scenes that we saw by the time the bombs have fallen and uh, Danny's like in charge of you know, a, a nascent resistance. Right, Sarah Sarah's Connor probably, probably dead at that point. Probably, except none of the. Times really match up in this film. Yeah. Grace comes back from 2030 something or like 2040. Something like that. So she comes back almost 30 years and Danny sees her as, I think they were trying to front like she was eight, but this is like a 12, 13 year old girl. It looked like she was 12 So how old is Grace supposed to be? In her mid 30s? Uh, No, I thought she was like in her mid, early mid 20s. So uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe the augmentation keeps you young or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. I they they tried to have their cake and eat it too. They mm-hmm. almost made the future not matter. It kind of doesn't matter because they and I this is again, this is doubling down on what I was talking about before how you can stop Skynet. Mm-hmm. There is no stakes because even though you've stopped Skynet, at some point another terminator has come back. Yes. But every time a Terminator comes back, something good also comes back as well. Right. So there really are no stakes. It's just playing the same thing over and over again. We're always going to win. And we're always at the mercy of the studio making another one of these. Mm-hmm. The studio is Skynet. <laughs> it's going to send the movie back to torture us. Yes. And in this one, they just went, uh, yeah, Skynet doesn't didn't happen. You did it. You succeeded. There is no Skynet. Right. It doesn't effing matter. Because the dollar's legion. Because a robot was out there still right. and had a program. And apparently humanity will always make something that is Skynet-like, which... Apparently. that, And I think I read an interview with James Cameron. He was kind of saying, maybe it's more about like in a, a sort of inevitability. And I'm like, you okay, buddy? <laughs> and I got to make four of these uh, cat movies, but yeah, uh, how, right? how are you doing? Yeah. Uh, that was the weakest part. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay for it to be underwritten because we didn't go there. We didn't do a lot with that. Right. In Salvation, they tried valiantly, I think, to make the future part matter right because it gets more and more important in the minds of the filmmakers but it is less and less filled out mm-hmm. and in the fourth one which i don't hate the fourth one i just I it doesn't either. feel like a terminator movie to me no um they they try to to fill that out but they get this weird who cares about the, the well, sam worthington who cares and i the thing with the fourth one too i really wish they had given kyle reese something more to do yeah um and uh be a prisoner well yeah he's like a prisoner for like at least half of the film and it's like and he becomes the new john connor because it's not you know it's protecting the male sarah connor the, you know, the parent of john connor right and john connor's there and so it, it, once again it's like a remixing but it's not a remixing that adds any new spice or anything and, no and they and tried anyway they try to make the future matter doesn't this I would have liked to have seen less of the future. What if we didn't see any at all? Yeah. I know that they want to pay off this reveal that is obvious from the first reel when the director of the movie says this movie is going to scare the F out of misogynists. Right, right, right. You know that Danny is is the John Connor. Yes. And I love how some of them, this is, um, let's let's put this on David S. Goyer, Mm. Sarah Connor. You're a John. (laughs) Sarah, we've been watching the film. We we get it. I know. But for those dummies in the audience, we have to do that. If it had just been 
bowl cut lady comes back from the future. And yeah. I liked when she <laughs> she showed up. I thought that that was a that was a cool scene. It was a cool scene. And that poor couple that's like I know, right? Let's help her out. And then yeah. And um, she's like, don't thank me yet. Don't thank me. Uh <laughs> yeah, if she shows up, she tells everybody that it's oh, it's bad. It's really bad. And we never see it, but we can kind of describe it. Because when we do see it, it's just skulls and everybody's gray. It's and just crap sack world all it's over again. It's the same future. Yeah, exactly. And I was led to believe that it would be different when she describes Legion, which that was a first pass name. Try again. Guys. I know, right? But when she describes Legion, it's kind of like they're trying to, they're trying to, and they don't give us a date. There no. is no judgment day because they're trying to differentiate it. Yeah. So she's like, you know, th- there was no judgment day. Like it just slowly took over. Right. And then everybody nuked each other. So, right, right. so it is Judgment Day. Right. Yeah. What if what would a world look like if it was completely different and still sucked because robots had killed almost everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like wiggly uh, tentacle robots mm-hmm. who still have metal skulls because yes. Terminator. Right. But there's also like flying HKs. They call them HKs. Yes. And I might have seen a, a t- tank. With treads and right, guns right, right. on it. And it's like, well, this is just... It's the same thing. It's just Skynet still. Yeah, right. Yeah, go crazy. Give me something else. Everything's a jungle maybe in the future. Like, go do something different. Right, or right. don't show us at all and wait for the second film that's never going to come. Right. Um, I did appreciate, like, Sarah being all like, oh, Danny is me. Your, your offspring is going to be, um, you know, the leader of the resistance and I think she even says your male offspring, you know, yeah, they, and, but then, <clears throat> yeah. but then they do the twists and it's, it's Danny. And I really appreciated that. Um, I thought it was a good twist. And I guess it's cool that they make Sarah, even though she's like this tough, badass woman, she's the voice of that misogynistic past. Yes. Cause she's the one who's like, you know, she's like, you're a walking womb basically. Right, right, know? right. And it, those are assumptions that she's making and you understand why her life has led her to a point where she thinks that. Yes. It'd be easy to have some male character who's like, all you're good for is giving babies, you know, and like just some right. some caricature of a misogynist. But mm-hmm. instead the female hero or one of the female heroes in this troupe is like, here we go again. I can't believe this. Right. So exactly. yes, it's a payoff when she says, you're John. But at the same time, movie, you've done all the work. Like we get it. Right. I know. Like they didn't, they didn't need to spell it out like that, like yeah. she said. And then when Grace takes Danny's hand and she draws her finger down her palm and says, "Straight, straight through, straight down the way." No, she didn't do that. Thank God, thank God, because we had to see that multiple times in the fifth one, multiple times. I feel like we haven't mentioned so the third Terminator film that much, and maybe it doesn't. Why would we? Maybe it doesn't matter as much. It's like outtakes from two. <laughs> yeah. It's like stuff that you cut because it didn't work from two. Yeah. Um. I, I also didn't hate that film. Uh, something that you mentioned is it's relatively but short. It, it, it's but, only an hour and a half. Yeah. I don't know what they're. I actually didn't look. Yeah. That's it. It, uh, it comes and goes fast. Yes. But it opens with uh, people um, scanning wedding gifts for the registry yeah i a know. terminator film i i know who cares um I, the thing about it is that it almost feels like because they didn't know they were going to do genesis or maybe they did i don't i haven't looked into it but it almost feels like we've got a one-up t2 and the way to do that is to make t2 not matter right it's almost like they had a chip on their shoulder about t2 so mm-hmm. we're gonna have a truck chase but it's gonna be bigger right we're gonna have 
uh, liquid metal, but it's going to have guns or something. Mm -hmm. And Sarah Connor's dead. Right. And also John Connor gets duped into (laughs) becoming the leader of the resistance instead of being a leader. Right. How do you... We delayed Judgment Day, but we didn't stop it. Right. Well, what, what does that he mean? He thought they stopped it, but then did the, the cancer doctor who refused, who or refused, was unable to the oncologist who was unable to save Sarah Connor got yeah. so disillusioned that he quit oncology and decided to start designing computer chips. Like, how could <laughs> her living longer just put off Judgment Day? I don't know. But that is shades of what we get in this, a dark fate, which mm-hmm. is maybe our titular dark fate is we are going to end up in a computer apocalypse no matter what there's nothing we can do to stop it elon musk wrote this movie you know yeah Um, and it doesn't break down enough philosophically to be like because it should this is part of my thing of why is it just um skulls and and shooting laser guns um because we're talking about the singularity is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about machines becoming self-aware yes. and building other Being machines yes. and what happens then. Mm-hmm. And rather than blowing things up, Sarah Connor should invest money in uh, ethical AI research, you know, in yeah. building a robot with the Asimov laws or, the, or a robot that understands, which, guess what? Mm-hmm. That was in the Sarah, Sarah Connor, Connor Chronicles. Chronicles. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, just make, do it, cowards. Make a Sarah Connor Chronicles movie. Yeah. I had, I had a question for you. Just so I understand the timeline correctly, did the Sarah- oh no, I can't answer any of those questions. But well, go ahead. The, the Sarah Connor Chronicles did that happen? Was that uh, happen after three, but before four? It was set around the time. Uh, actually, I think it was. Yeah, it was set around the time of three. Okay. But okay, here's the answer. It was made after three, but it takes place before three. Gotcha. Okay, that so, makes sense because Connor, John Connor is in high school right. in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Right. Right. So two happens, but unlike unlike the Sarah Connor of Terminator Dark Fate, who's like, it's Miller time. We did it. Right. Let's go to <laughs> have some Coronas. Acapulco or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Corona, Ruffles, and the U.S. Air Force all sponsored this film. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's have a, a, a Corona and uh, not carry a gun with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, instead of doing that, Lena Headey, Sarah Connor goes, well, it's effing time travel, so we're not safe. Right. It's going to be a long time until we're safe. Mm-hmm. Like, we're safe when we cross Judgment Day, right? Right, right, right. And so she hides out with John, and she's right, mm-hmm. and a guy comes to John's school to try to kill her, but luckily, uh, the girl from Dalhaw shows up, too. Right. And saves him, and then they time travel past the point of Judgment Day. Right. And Sarah sees that everything is still there and is like, oh, well, what's going on? And we're kind of in like a new past future. I guess that series was set in the present, but we're in a new future. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Right. But But, is it inevitable? Are we, even if we delay it, is it going to happen? But this is the thing with time travel and like timelines and stuff like that, which I thought they dealt with greatly in um, Dark Fate, where... Sarah Connor is this washed up person yeah. who saved the world. And yes. she's going to let you know about it. Oh, <laughs> she's yeah. like, I saved the world. You're welcome, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah, doesn't yeah. mean that I have a life now. Like, no. I, and, if she, and we know that she's right because Bullcut's never even heard of Skynet. Right, right, right. But meanwhile, back in Sarah Connor Chronicles, Sarah Connor has lived to 2007 now or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Cameron says 
medical records show that you died of, of cancer. that cancer in 1996. Yeah. She's right, got. Right. She's looking at the IMDb for <laughs> Rise of the Machines. Right, right, right. She hasn't updated her her internet yet. Yeah. So yeah, we're in a totally new future. Like, who knows what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of Terminators are going to show up. Yeah. Right. And the exactly. guy from 90210. <laughs> no. So yeah, three is just to me. Three is just it's partially like another just humped, uh, you know, on the corpse to get something out of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, somebody was thinking about stuff. Four is just a weird experiment that. Yeah, it takes place in the future. Yeah, I mean, again, like I don't hate the idea of it, but it it's just way too tied to what came before. Yeah. Do they not? Is it not? I don't know. Like for a while there, it, it ha- okay. The audience has spoken because I think it happened at the only time that it could have worked, which is I wouldn't personally want to watch a bunch of movies that are all just set in a gray skull future. Mm -hmm. But it came out when The Road came out. Like a lot of post-apocalyptic movies were coming out then. Yeah. That's probably why it got made. So if it couldn't succeed then, we just don't want to see – we want to see people in period clothing being chased by uh, an Austrian guy. Right, right, right. That's what Terminator is. Yes. And so five – (laughs) <laughs> yeah five i would just chalk up to sheer incompetence like mm. it's just it's just fails it does I, I try to think about like what would what were they even doing i know how, how would fix five how would five have worked different actors yeah, yeah okay different writer better script better acting yeah events the same um yeah i don't know it's it does a lot of time travel like like well, Kyle it Reese. steals that thing from Sarah Connor Chronicles, where yeah. they jump from one movie to <laughs> the future of a different movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I would. You have to. That's the premise. I know. And and then in five, I guess another thing that I didn't like is that they answer the question. Like, uh, what would don't wait for the translation. What would make it better? Um. Uh, I think. It would be better if they, um, I don't know, if Pops had some sort of information about the future that only Pops could have. He does. Well, I guess. He knows who sent him back. Well, that's but true. But those files have been deleted because yeah. we didn't write that yet. And if we get a sequel, we'll figure out who sent me back. Right, right, right. Um, they also don't, ex- is the explanation in Dark Fate basically, I was sent back. You know, like a dozen Terminators, a dozen Arnolds were sent back. Mm-hmm. You met the one in T1. Yeah. And I guess you meet Robert Patrick in T2. Yes. Um, because that Arnold is a reprogrammed Terminator, uh, something that they never touch on ever again, except in three. Um, reprogramming a good Arnold. Yeah. Only happens in those two films. Yeah. And the Chronicles. Yes. I just feel like Josh Friedman took in good faith, all the things that the franchise gave him and went, okay, and ran with it. And then all the movies yeah. went, no, we don't want to do that stuff. Yeah, it's I like, know. Well, great. Um, so he knows where all these Terminators are going to come up and he's texting it to Sarah Connor yes. because he's got like the mission profile in his memory. Mm-hmm. There's some explanation about like temporal something, something. And I thought maybe they were doing a T5 thing where while Kyle Reese is traveling through time, he can also access the memories of a different version of him, which is like, what? I know, right? But I'm going to headcanon it, whether or not it is this way or not, that all the Terminators that were sent to different time periods all have the same mission profile. And so they know 
that Terminator 5 was sent to so-and-so. And so yeah. he can send her the thing and go, you know, on Friday, you should go over here and bring right. a lot of thermite with you. For John. For John. I, I, everything is for John. <laughs> That's a little on the nose, but how it would is. you get Sarah Connor to, to get moving? Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess Lots I would do chips. that. Lots of chips. A Lay's truck overturns. Yes, you'll get ruffles for life. <laughs> they have ridges. <laughs> the future has ridges. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's fine. Um, I don't, like, honestly, I think if, 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 we were to fix five. Um, oh, we're still fixing five. Um, make Miles Dyson like more important or something like Why that. Why wasn't Miles Dyson Jr. or Danny Dyson? Yeah. Could have been the military guy they go to. Yeah. Danny I don't Dyson. Know why. He is, his home is invaded yeah. by, a, <laughs> by some crazy people. Then his dad leaves at night. And yes. the next thing you know, he blows up. Yeah. So there's no company for him to get an internship with, and he's got some issues to work out. He joins the military, but he's very smart, mm -hmm. and so he is funneled into the uh, Air Force's uh, drone and intelligence program. Sure. And then he becomes her contact. Yeah. We always hear about like her – or like when they met the coyote who was um, – maybe they don't want to have too many connections, but the Danny's uncle who's the coyote. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't Sarah Connor know him? Because all he does yeah. is just go – I don't know about these gringos who are packing guns. Mm -hmm. Why would and he's like the nice coyote? Why would right, he right. move them? And the movie has to continue. Mm -hmm. But we hear all the time about Sarah's boyfriends, right? Yeah, she would like shack up with some guy who was a survivalist or something, learn everything she could from him, and then dump him, and they move on. So, yeah, right, right, right. I don't know. That's a connection. Yes, having the Air Force guy be uh, Danny Dyson—that's a connection. They just didn't seem they wanted to have a clean break, but also have their Linda Hamilton cake. Yeah. And I understand that. Yeah. I Here's how I'd fix too. it. Get rid of J.K. Simmons. Oh, just underutilized. It makes he's, me so mad. He literally has no business there. He, he is not, he, his, that is a dead end. Mm -hmm. He, at the end of the movie, he gives him the, or no, at the end of the second act, he gives him the magnetic shotgun shells or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which just <laughs> doesn't don't do anything. I know. Uh, it, it and it's literally just them else. going, yeah. what if we had Dr. Silverman, but he's played by a more famous actor and he helps them instead of just goes, oh, my God, I'm a Terminator. Right. And it's an app. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just sounds like a bunch of hacky screenwriters going, computers, computers, what's hot right now? Internet, Netflix, an app. Genesis is an app. I know. It's an OS. I know. It's going to connect everything. It's got to connect my phone and my car and my TV. My computer. Which sounds pretty good. Yeah. When I try to play Bluetooth music on my car, you know what a pain in the ass? You're telling me Genesis <laughs> could fix that? Bring the robots. Right. Um, and the rest is just a party. It's just, let's go back to 1984, meet the homeless guy, steal his pants again. Right. Uh, yeah, Why? Let's just, Why are we playing those notes again? Because they are because they don't have a lot of content. Because mm -hmm. they figure they're going to get a sequel. Mm -hmm. So just vamp by literally putting a headband on Emily Clark. I know. <laughs> and a dog and having her cosplay and take a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like the half the movie is cosplaying Terminator 1 to get that in your mind that mm -hmm. these are the new guys now because mm -hmm. we're recasting. Yeah. And then... Some dumb ideas about apps. Well, and that's it. And, and then, then also, oh, this is ahead. the one point I want to make, and then I'm done. But you're willing to go on for an hour. You're you're all allowed. Um, 
get rid of John Connor forever. Yeah. I know he's the star of the fourth one, but even in the third one, I feel like the series goes, do we need John Connor? Mm -hmm. Is he the most compelling part of this? Mm -hmm. He is when he's playing Guns N' Roses and asking uh, if this dickhead meant moi or whatever. (laughs) Right. But there's this long, slow creep of sort of eliminating John Connor from, from the franchise. Yeah. Until the point that he's not even the hero of his own movie. Sam Worthington is the hero of that film. Why yeah, is I Sam know. Worthington in that film? It know. should be a John Connor movie. It should. Uh, and so five just pulls the trigger and just says, let's just get rid of John Connor. Mm-hmm. What if no John Connor? Yeah. Right. Um, which I, I, I think it, it's it's fine to and put that, that out there. And now that has been made manifest. Yes. In the first two minutes of, of Dark six. Fate. Yes. Um, I, I guess I just wanted to mention real quick that Arnie, whether he's a good guy or a bad guy, dies in all of these films except for five. He is alive at the end of five, and that is the worst one. So I guess the Arnie has to die killing Arnie. to there make it go. a good movie. Five and a half. Mm-hmm. Where do you go with liquid metal Arnie? What do you do? I mean, he can't really be defeated, right? Unless you like... <laughs> Put him in some liquid magma or something like that. You know, like you can't That's how they really beat the second one. Right. You, you can't really defeat him unless you do that. Like, that's the only way. Right. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Do you like how they killed the T-1000 with acid in uh, five? Yes. Uh, but apparently the metal that it's made out of is different than the metal on Arnie's arm because. Yes. His arm's fine. Yeah, the skin just came off. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. That but that metal's acid proof. Yes, our liquid guy, acid. Gotta watch. Even out. though he he's a acid's the problem. Uh, he's a model way after Arnie. <laughs> Somehow we went we were we saw the future and we were like, mm, let's make this this metal. Well, uh, the T one thousand was a, a prototype. Oh, fair. In two, so it, otherwise, yeah. Why aren't they just all T one thousands? Right, right, right. Um, California girls. Mm-hmm. And there's one in five because they wanted to have one in five. I know. There's no there's no reason. No. Although, where's the TX come from? X would seem to denote prototype too, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. I also like the fact that they redeemed the goo on the outside, metal on the inside one. Mm-hmm. Big, big failure with Blood Rain. But uh, yeah, I think rocking the shit in this one. Yeah. Only thing was, they didn't do this enough. You can literally be two people. Two people. They can operate yes. independently. Yeah. So why when you... He's always flying. <laughs> there's, there's a couple of re- repeated elements yes. that if you were thinking about it, you'd just do something different. He would always get a flying vehicle, get mm-hmm. close to them, mm-hmm. then punch the window of the flying vehicle out. Right. And start shooting at them while he's flying. Yes. But if there's two seats, you just literally, skeleton, you drive. Right. Metal guy is going to shoot this gun. Right. You can have a, a shotgun. Yes. You got guy, a guy riding shotgun. Yes. Or you could literally have one guy, he puts a fedora on, then a skeleton goes and gets a trench coat. <laughs> and then right. you can have them both knocking on doors. They could operate independently. Yeah, absolutely. It didn't seem like they had to be a certain proximity away from each other. As otherwise, the skeleton no. wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. That was not established. The biggest time that they do it is it's just so he doesn't get outnumbered when there's like four of them against the ter- right. uh, Terminator mm-hmm. in the dam. Yeah. Uh, and that was that was a pretty good scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace should have got a chain immediately because right. she was just rocking the shit with that chain. That was that was pretty great. Yeah. 
uh, they I like the EMP misdirect. That was fun. Mm-hmm. But if you establish that this thing is vulnerable to electromagnetism, the soon as I saw them heading for a dam, I'm like, I know how they're going to beat them. Right. That's not how they beat them. No, it's not. <laughs> they ground him up in one of the turbines. And I'm like, that thing makes billions of volts. I know. You can just fry it that way. Right. Don't take the sonic screwdriver out of your chest. <laughs> Well, I wish the fate wasn't as dark as it turned out to be. Yes, but uh, it's still, see it again? still enjoyable. I'd watch it again. I'd, I'd watch it again. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I guess. You guess? I'm just thinking about the Terminator franchise. Yes. And the dark fate. Yes. Maybe if they had done more, maybe if they had taken a stronger stance on the future elements, mm. there'd be more you could hang your hat on. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it just basically... I mean, we're still in spoiler territory. Yeah. It, no, we're not. Oh, we're not? Can't spoil anything. Okay. But, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think there's... It was it was brave and cowardly at the same time. Mm-hmm. Made a lot of brave choices, but I think... They, yeah. I don't know if it was the studio or just... They just didn't want to... Yeah. Uh, wow, if you like that... <laughs> Watch the film so you can listen to our spoiler talk that came just before this. Yes. But I would say uh, watch this movie. If you yep. watch this movie, let us know about it. Hey, we're on social media. We're mm-hmm. on Facebook and Twitter at Just Enough Trope. We're also on Discord. We got a link to our Discord channel in the show notes. That's right. Join us there because you can talk about movies like this with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should actually head over there right now and scold people for spoilers. I'll have to make a separate Ooh. spoiler channel. Or you can do spoiler tags on Discord as well. Yeah. There you go. That's a possible. Uh, we were talking about uh, Apple Plus shows, mm-hmm. uh, Disney Plus shows, HBO shows, yes. HBO Max on our TV side. We talk about films and comic books and everything you'd imagine mm-hmm. on our Discord. So join us there. We'd love to have you. Yes. You can also find us on all the listening platforms of your choice. If you listen to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get our show from, do it. Subscribe to us. Yes. Do it. Come on, kill me! <laughs> Let's download me. Uh, we, what was that? I don't know what Predator. that was. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, get to the chopper. <laughs> and uh, download our podcasts. They'll come to you as soon as they're ready. And when you've listened to them, give us a review. Mm-hmm. We want to know how you think we're doing. We want to hear from you. So do that and give us a rating as well. At the very least, that's probably the best way to give us feedback as far as those computers are concerned. Yes. From the future. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So give us five chains. Five chains? All right. With a hook. Ooh, yeah. There's a hook in it. I know. Right? Yeah. Because that chain has to go somewhere. That's bad maintenance. Yeah, I guess so. You know? Yeah. Oh, we're done for the Carl, we're done for the day. Come on, everybody. Just leave the chain. Let's get out of here. Yeah. No, don't just drop that chain right there. <laughs> just drop it. Pick it up in the morning. Right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Leave that chain right there. Yeah. <laughs> Come in the next day. Place is destroyed. Right? What'd you do with that chain? Yeah, I know. Right? I told you to put that chain away. <laughs> 
We wouldn't want anything like that. So give us five stars. We'd appreciate it. And yeah. as always, the best best way to help us is to tell a friend if you like mm-hmm. the show. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about something else. I'm getting a look like you know what it is. Oh, um, well, I think we might be talking about his dark materials. Something else that's dark. Now, which HBO is that on? Um, well, it's just on HBO Go and HBO Now and just regular HBO because HBO Max isn't out yet. You're good at this. So there you go. You, you, we've got to talk to somebody about this. Okay, all right. So we'll be back to talk about that. Uh, join us then. Until then, we're signing off. I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your co-host, Mikan Hana. Keep the geek fires burning. <laughs>